we know about white-nose syndrome so far is that the fungus seems to be a true pathogen of bats. And what I mean by that is that it seems to have evolved with the Eurasian bat species and has been associated with bats for millions of years. So the fungus is really unique in the sense that it only grows at cold temperatures. So as those bats go into hibernation during the winter when there isn't food to eat, the um, fungus is able to basically grow on their skin. So as the fungus basically irritates them, wakes them up from um, hibernation, they lose those precious fat reserves and, and eventually they emerge from hibernation um, too early in the spring and there isn't any food for them to eat. And it's wiped out entire colonies of bats, right? Nearly. So w- once the fungus gets into these hibernacula, it takes a couple of years, but we've seen anywhere from 80 to 95 percent mortality. Is there any indication that any of the bats are immune to it or, or that they will quickly grow immune to it? What's interesting is out east where the fungus was first found is that the local bat populations have not gone extinct, so that's very good news. How did you discover that light might work on this fungus? This was not what we were looking for originally. So the kind of the goals of, of this research project were twofold, which was to generate a complete genome sequence for the, the fungus, and then we wanted to generate this really nice uh, genome to kind of be used as a framework for future genetic studies working with the fungus. So specifically our goal here was to figure out what was different about this fungus that's killing bats versus very closely related fungi that are non-pathogenic. But as we sifted through all of that data, one of the things that became strikingly clear was that the bat pathogen had specifically lost an enzyme involved in, in DNA repair. And it was specific to DNA repair from UV light. And so effectively what happens is the UV light damages the DNA of, of the fungus. And because it's missing this specific enzyme, it's unable to repair that damage and then therefore does not survive. How do you actually use it in practical application in these colonies that are infected with this fungus? Yeah, and so this is a, is a major, major challenge with, with any treatment option is delivery. So some of the things that we've come up with for further down the line is perhaps you could treat the bats as they uh, enter or exit the cave, sort of like an in-flight treatment. So we've been kind of referring it to as light rings. So perhaps uh, you could restrict the entrances to these caves or mines and have some sort of light source and sort of funnel the bats through Um, maybe a tube where we have, um, they can be exposed to the light as they fly in and out out of the cave. And so that's one option that we've kind of discussed is maybe getting around this really massive you know, these huge massive caves and and coming up with a way to, to find these bats and coming up with a way to treat them. And of course, they'd already be awake if they were entering or exiting the cave as opposed to using the light and waking them up. Right. I mean, so it, it certainly isn't very feasible to, to walk around in, in these hibernacula and treat individual bats. Now, you, now one could do that for high-value bats, for example. Um, but, it's, again, it's kind of a logistical um, challenge that needs to be overcome. 